welcome to Magnum She Wrote. My name is Erin. With me, as always, is my lovely husband, Cameron. How are you doing today, honey? I'm doing... Okay. Wow. That was a dramatic pause. <laughs> that was a pregnant pause, if you will. It was a pregnant pause. By the way. By the way. My pause is pregnant. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. Your rabbit died. <laughs> my rabbit died. Your rabbit died. So, yes. today we yes. are going to be discussing the episode of part two of Murder, She Wrote Magnum P.I. Crossover. This one is entitled Magnum on Ice, and I was seriously hoping I would see Magnum doing a triple sow cow. <laughs> that would be exciting. That is not what happens. Nope, though. that's not what happens. They basically put him in jail yes. to keep him out of the that's episode on as much ice. <laughs> yes. To keep him out of the episode as much as possible. Yes. But before we get into this, uh, lay it out for me. When did this episode come out? This what came, are the deets? This came out on November 23rd, 1986, mm-hmm. so a few days after the first part. Mm-hmm. I think the first part came out the 19th. I think it gave the wrong number one movie last time. It was Crocodile Dundee. Did I say Crocodile Dundee last time? I don't remember. I don't remember what I said. If I, Maybe I didn't say anything. Maybe it wasn't Crocodile Dundee. But it was Human League's Human uh-huh. was the number one song. So maybe Still? I, yeah. So, Still? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, but like Crocodile Dundee, that's a big deal. That's and a, a year deal. later, mm-hmm. the number one movie mm. was Three Men and a Baby. So, let's not feel too bad for uh, Tom Selleck. He, he, he kept did, going. Yeah. Like, All right. Because the next season was his last mm-hmm. season of um, yeah. Magnum. So. Now, this was the episode where we stopped watching Murder, She Wrote, basically. And, yep. And I was like... Let's do Magnum PI and have a crossover podcast. How fun would that be? Yep, and we watch it. So yeah, so it was this episode that started this podcast. This is it. This is it. And this I is can the see, episode. I can see. Why. I can see why Magnum was well written, probably because it was Murder She Wrote writers. writers. Yeah, I just found so that. So he out. was well written, and they just played well together. Yeah. I thought. Well, I did manage to do my homework, <gasps> and, I, and I actually read the People magazine article from. <laughs> From that crossover. From that crossover. Mm -hmm. Which was crazy because People Magazine wasn't pulling any punches (laughs) with these dudes. They did not go out of their way to make either of them look particularly, uh, like, pleasant people. (laughs) (laughs) Really. But, um, okay, so apparently the only one who was really into this crossover was Magnum. Okay. uh, was Tom Selleck. Mm. Because he had been the number one show from 1980 to 1984. He actually won the the Emmy for Best Show in 1984. What? What happened, though, as he's standing in front of all the reporters holding his statue, Mm -hmm. the first question, this is kind of sad. Tom Selleck brings it up, you know, two years later. (laughs) God. Um, He's holding his statue. He's like, yay, we won. And the reporters are like, Hey, what do you think of this Cosby show that's number one that's airing exactly opposite from your show? Oh, my God. And he's like, I don't know. Well, Cosby show kind of blew Magnum P.I. out of the water. Oh, no. It was constantly faced off against the two shows, and the Cosby show was just like... I mean, if Magnum <sighs> P.I. was a phenomenon, mm. Cosby show was even a bigger phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. So... We're going to have to admit, we watched it growing up. I, I yeah. mean, everybody watched everybody it. Everybody watched it. Never watch up. it again. No. Sorry no. to anyone who gets residuals from that, but no. can't do it now. No. But, yeah, so that really, that's what started mm-hmm. their, their downward slide. So Wow. Was the Cosby show, eh? So they were number one, and then right as he won the award, the Cosby show had mm-hmm. hit number one. Then the next season, they went to 15, mm. and then to 48, mm. which I'm like, well, you can't blame the Cosby show for all of that. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you were still good, you'd be like one and two or something right. like that. But, like, no. Wow, so. they plummeted, huh? They really plummeted. And it's so weird because they're totally different shows. Yeah. How do you put them on the same network list of top shows. So Tom Selleck was saying, so finally he convinced the network to change their night. Right. To put it against, um, oh, what was that other huge show? It was either Dallas or Dynasty, one of the TV shows. And he's like, so it's not a phenomenon show, but it's a huge hit show, so we're still not doing great. Mm. So the idea was to bring in Murder, She Wrote, which was number one in its time slot. And she was very much of the mind. I'm not going to help is pick slumming. you up. This yeah. is slumming. Yeah. And she says, so when this article is being written, mm-hmm. the show hasn't been filmed yet. Oh. The, the reporter is on set while they the, says specifically they're filming the episode Novel Connection, which is the first yeah. part of this. And Jessica Lansbury is saying. Angela Lansbury. 
whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Hi. Angela Lansbury's like, oh, the writers have us all messed up. They don't know what to do with me. Mm. They're making my character sound like Higgins. Uh-huh. And then they were saying in um, in this part, they were making Magnum less of an investigator, kind of more dumb. Yeah. Like he was just like an action star, but not like an actual investigator. Right. So, and that was due to the fact that the murder she wrote, people mm-hmm. were writing Magnum, and the Magnum people were writing Jessica and didn't know how to write her. Yeah. So that was that was interesting. But here's a quote I pulled from it, from oh. Angela Lansbury, and we'll see how you feel with this one. She says, Television acting does not require a great deal of intellectual thought. Oh, God. Or even a great deal of intelligence. Oh, God. It's a different style completely from what we use in the theater, oh. and mostly in the movies. It's paper thin. That's what it is. If you try to look behind the eyes of a lot of television actors, there's absolutely nothing going on. Oh, my God. Oh, B-I-T-C-H. <laughs> wow. Wow. And, and she um, only... Uh, Jean Shepard? Does that make sense as a name? There's mm-hmm. someone else who was supposed to be Jessica Fletcher who backed down. Another okay. famous okay. actress of her ilk. Mm-hmm. She turned it in, down. Angela Lansbury didn't want to take... She really didn't think much right. about TV, but her husband convinced her to do it. Okay. So now she kind of has a little bit better of an opinion, but for the most part, she really does not like wow. television. Okay. And so another funny little quote that I took out mm-hmm. was from Tom Selleck. So he had made the movie Runaway mm-hmm. with... Kisses Gene Simmons. Yeah. In 1984, it's about robot bullets and little mm-hmm. robots and yeah. stuff. And oh, I've seen it. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We own it. We own it. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom Selleck says, Runaway was a big disappointment for me because I thought it was going to make a lot of money. <laughs> so, okay. So, first of all, you're okay. Like, okay. 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 We also have to remember Tom Selleck was offered Indiana Jones. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and okay. he turned it down yeah. because of Magnum P.I. Yeah. But it also turns out he turned down the lead in Witness, which was also <laughs> acted by Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford gets all Tom Selleck's like, throwaways. <laughs> and Harrison Ford got an Oscar nomination for it. So it's like, no, I'm not going to do this Witness, this Amish murder mystery movie. I'm going to do this robot with the, the bass player from Kiss. Why didn't it work out? <laughs> so maybe... There's something to be said about what Angela Lansbury said about television stars. No, <laughs> no, not at all. But here's something. So, yeah, so there's some stuff about Angela Lansbury. It doesn't make her look necessarily great. No, it doesn't. Here's something that Tom Selleck says that actually makes him, I thought, a little bit more sympathetic. They're okay. very playing against type, I've noticed in this hmm. interview. Okay. So Tom Selleck said, I have absolutely no social life because of the production. He's talking about Maggie. Right. Yeah. Everybody's had to take second place. He has... He had a new wife, I believe, at the time. And I don't think that's healthy. It would be nice to go out with the show being successful, Mm -hmm. but I definitely want it to go out while I still think it's good. Mm -hmm. As you can see, I'm really ambivalent. What does that mean? I don't know. What does he mean by that? I think it means he was kind of over the show at that point. Oh, okay. I think he was saying when it was early and he he was younger, he Mm -hmm. cared more and, like, Everything is personal life, everything sacrificed. Well, yeah, that's why the show, it went on for eight seasons. Right. That's a really long run. Honestly, shows should end at five seasons. Well, that's funny you say that because just mm-hmm. Angela Lansbury says mm-hmm. in the same article, I didn't quote it, but she says she wanted Murder, She Wrote, hard out five seasons. Wow. And then okay. they went on until 1996. So I Shoot. guess she wasn't too uh, committed to that five-season rule. Because, like, the five seasons really gives you everything that you want. Right. If you go longer than that, you're going to start repeating storylines. You're going right. to just have the same thing over and over well, again. Well, and it's partially uh, why we stopped. That's why we watched uh, Supernatural. Stopped watching Supernatural. We stopped watching Supernatural at, yeah. at five. Mm-hmm. Like that, We tried watching ending. a few more episodes, but it was like a rerun. Just yeah. Different. Yeah. And I was like, I love the Winchester boys, but not enough to watch the same story over and over well, again. Well, even Buffy, didn't she? Buffy have, do the same thing, in yeah. season mm-hmm. five, Angel end, ended mm-hmm. in five. Yeah. Five is just such a good number to end on. I mean, yeah. like, good places ending in four, which right. I think is even, maybe even a better I like idea. three to five. It's well, fine with me. Well, and the big news right now as we're recording this is mm-hmm. the show The Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Just re- finished its first season. Right. Critical acclaim. Everyone loves it. Okay. And the makers of it said, we're not doing a season two. Cool. We're, we don't have the story. We've there. told our we, story. We've t- we wanted to tell a complete story, a satisfying story. And if we had something else, mm-hmm. 
we would do it, but we feel like we would, it would cheapen it right. just to keep doing it to do it. So we're just going to do the one season and we're going to be done. Nice. So And HBO, to their credit, it says, if these people aren't involved, we're not doing it. Wow. Way to go, hubbo. So, so that's pretty cool. So yeah. yeah, I agree with you. I think there should be term limits. <laughs> if you will. If you will. <laughs> I agree. Maybe the Brits have it right with just doing 16 episodes. 16 episodes. You know? <laughs> for 40 years. We did 16 episodes. <laughs> Maybe they get it right. Although I am very disappointed in how long it takes to get a stupid Doctor Who episode done. Oh, my gosh. It takes like two years per season. Ugh. And then it's only, then you watch it and there's seven episodes in the season yeah. and you're like, you're like, All right, really? now I gotta wait like nine months for the Christmas episode. Yeah. <laughs> then I have to cry in that one. Because <laughs> the doctor's gonna die. <laughs> More than likely. It's like he'll come back or she, whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But inevitably, the doctor dies. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Always at Christmas. Always at Christmas. <laughs> Poor thing. <laughs> so, so, there weren't a lot of reviews for this except for to con. Many of the reviews confirmed what we said in the previous episode. Right. Which is basically, the episode we watched of Magnum Mm -hmm. was, in fact, the edited version that made Magnum right. Wow. Which I think is really... I mean, on the one hand, I'm like, well, that of course, they made him Mm -hmm. right. He did the right thing. Right. But then on the other hand, I'm like... Well, I understand what they were trying to do to make it like a standalone episode so you didn't have to go to Murder, She Wrote. Right. If you didn't normally watch Murder, She Wrote, I guess they did the best of what they could with the information they had, but it makes no. the episode just garbage. Yeah, it made it garbage. That was a garbage episode. So, um, uh, Even more so than usual. More so than usual, as mm-hmm. opposed to this episode, which, which was, was excellent. delightful. Excellent. <laughs> I chuckled a few times, and I, and I wanted them to make out every time they were in a scene together. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes. I kept going, and then the key. And then the key. <laughs> there was actual... Like, real chemistry. Like, yeah, I thought I, so. I could have seen it happen. They were both being charming toward each other. Maybe that was just great acting on their I part. Asked if, according to that article, it according was because they to their, did not yeah, like each other. They hated each other, so they were very charming toward each other while acting, which I thought was great. And apparently, according to the People magazine people, he was entertaining the crew by doing a Pee Wee Herman impression. Oh, my God. And he was... <laughs> <laughs> the article is like, and like everyone's laughing because yeah. he's like, except for, except for Angela Lansbury. Except for her, and he's like, say, Angela, didn't you see that movie, Pee Wee's Big Adventure? And she's like, I don't think that I have. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, totally. So yeah, it's got to be good acting on both their yeah. parts. So good for them. It proves it proves to me that Tom Selleck can do it. Right. And not to say that he's a bad actor, no. but like when you're just basing it off Magnum, PI yeah. And, in Runaway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is cinema's longest kiss ever over the credits, by the really? way. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> it's upsetting. It goes for too long. <laughs> Kisses should be done. One and done. <laughs> and it's a then, fast peck. Let's move on. <laughs> got other things to do. And then, um, yeah, so if you're basing it on that, I guess you wouldn't seem like a great actor to me. But you did mm. really good in this. Yeah. And I, I did pull this little bit of a of a review mm-hmm. this is from king monkey king monkey lovely <laughs> king monkey says whereas angela gives a conventional mm. Mm, snotty superb mm. kind of weird okay <laughs> conventional superb conventionally Interesting. superb you are this amazingly is manufacturedly adequate. <laughs> good <laughs> it's like what does that mean <laughs> this is <laughs> The best type of adequate you could have. (laughs) It was in this episode in particular that Selleck really came into his own in Mm -hmm. embracing the character of Magnum. I agree. Which is interesting to me because it's the second to last season. It's like, so it's taken you this long to figure out who Magnum is? And it's in someone else's show? Right. (laughs) Uh, The performance he delivers was one he could not equal until the infamous prison sequences in An Innocent Man. Oh, okay. Probably watch that. Yeah. And several keys to unlocking the later, more complex relationships Magnum had with TC and Higgins mm-hmm. are latent with the subtext of this show. Does Magnum turn homosexual? I, we should keep watching it. We- <laughs> that would be interesting. That would be interesting. I would watch that. Well, and what's weird about this review, too, is TC and Higgins aren't even in this show. Yeah. And again, and that goes back to the review I had last week. So this week is the review of, for of, the Murder, She Wrote episode. I think it's for both of them. Yeah, this is the review for Murder, She Wrote, but I get, mm-hmm. wonder if they're reviewing 
it all together. Okay. But still, it goes back to what Larry Minetti said about Angela Lansbury, about her not liking him or not talking to him. Right. First of all, according to people, not too surprised. But hmm. she didn't have one scene with him, so I don't yeah. know why he would expect her to be... I don't know. I don't know. I, I Keep don't reading know. the review. Okay. If you never really cared for murder, she wrote, you are nonetheless encouraged to bear witness to this episode if you wish to fully understand Magnum. What? King Monkey really likes Magnum. Yeah. American television. Is King Monkey actually a DVD <laughs> connoisseur? <laughs> Maybe. Here's Larry Minetti. <laughs> um, American television really didn't get as good as this particular episode. Mm. This one. Wow. Until the early 90s series Doogie Hauser MD. <laughs> Okay. I'm, you know, I'm not really sure I can walk with King Monkey on this. You're going down a path I can't go, King Monkey. <laughs> this is must-watch viewing for anyone who sees a television set as something more than a background noise in their lives. Okay. This is art. Well, we've put a podcast on it, so I guess we should agree. Uh, I agree. I don't yeah. know. About, should we do a podcast about Doogie Howser? Uh, yeah. Well, we you know what? We should. can do a pilot on Doogie yeah. Howser because I don't know that I've ever seen an episode. Of Doogie. I haven't. <laughs> so, so let's do that. this. Okay. So we should get into the episode because yeah. we've been talking for almost 20 minutes. All right. Well, let's see if we can go as fast as we did last time. Well, we're going to zip through it all because, right. I mean, okay. First of all, the the recap is completely new material. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's, it's all new. Yes. Yes, it is. Murder, she wrote, did keep with the original intent of this. Yeah. And I don't see why, again, I don't see why Magnum P.I. didn't. I don't know. I guess because it was Egos. the first. Maybe it was because it was the first. Maybe. You didn't want to look like a loser. I guess. But it made Angela Lansbury's character, look. Uh, she made Jess look like a loser in the yeah. Magnum episode because she comes up with a whole bunch of theories that go nowhere. They go nowhere. <laughs> like, nowhere. she's just there. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know, understand why. But Murder, she wrote, maybe it's just it benefited it being the second part of the, so it's easier mm. to be a previously on right. rather than at the end of Magnum being like, okay, here's what you didn't get. You know, yeah. and like give like five minutes of like quickly like right. what happened. I don't but know. But it was still terrible. It was terrible. This episode was great, though. This episode. So fantastic. let's just discuss this. We've got our recap. Let's move forward. Well, I, we have to discuss at least what's different. Mm-hmm. So in Magnum's episode, it ends with him shooting Mayfield in the chest. In the chest, mm-hmm. and with him being like, "I was right. He was trying to kill." I don't even remember. Joan. Joan was a Amy. Kill. I don't remember. I don't remember either. It was one of the the women. He was hired. He was actually yes. hired to kill one of them. And yes. M- point is, Magnum was right. But yeah. He shot the guy in the chest. In this episode, <laughs> in out, this alternate story, in this alternate story, there choose your own adventure episode. <laughs> yeah, right, very much. <laughs> there, there is two shots heard at the party, uh-huh. and. Mayfield dies still, but the bullet wound comes from his is in his back. Yes, and he has no gun. Yes, whoever shot him took the gun. So now it looks like Magnum has shot an unarmed man in, in the, the back. back. Yeah. So so Magnum gets arrested. Obviously, he is arrested. Yeah. Jess goes to the police station and is asking, "Have they done any ballistics?" No, mm-hmm. the cops, of course, have not done any ballistics. But, of course, he brings up ballistics later in the same conversation. He's like, we have the ballistics proving yeah, it's he, from the same gun. Yeah, he's like, we already and, know it's a forty-five. Yeah. Ball, a shot I'm like, from well, the then you do have Then ballistics. you did do the ballistics. <laughs> <laughs> and Magnum brings up a really good point at this mm-hmm. juncture. He's like, why would I do it? I have no motive. Yes. And you think about that, and you're like, yeah, Magnum's not the... Th- I mean, yeah. you guys... Whatever these people, I mean, we missed a bunch of stuff. We missed a bunch because clearly this captain has a beef with Magnum. Yeah, we missed a bunch. So we're missing out on that beef. We don't know what that is. But one is thing it you... steak? Is it ground chuck? We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, though, that this guy doesn't like Magnum. And, but Magnum, you know, isn't just going to go around shooting innocent people in the back. He's not yeah. a murderer. Yeah, exactly. So, but they don't care. The captain does not care. The captain does not Tanaka's care. Tanaka's like, it's out of my hands. I can't help a man. But, that, because they're police buddies. They're police buddies. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the captain yeah. makes a point and says, no more police buddies for you, pal. 
<laughs> I was trained by Steve McGarrett. Just kidding. I was not. I'm a no, terrible no, no, captain. No, terrible. I'm a terrible captain. Oh, and their police station is so bleak. Oh. When you, the rest of the world is like Hawaii, and then it's just this yeah. brown panel, like yeah. smoky, gross. Well, I think because it looks like a real police station. I feel like the police stations in Hawaii would still have. No, like, I don't think so. I don't think so. It didn't look so sad in Hawaii Five O. Either of them. Yeah. I, I used know. to hang out in police stations when I was a kid for not because of bad reasons. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> but it, they all were wood paneled. They all had this gross brown carpet. It all right. stunk like super old coffee. Right. Um, yeah. That's you know, true. That so is true. they were never pretty. No, and I've been to actually, I've been to quite a few police stations myself. Uh, yeah, for with my, notorious reasons. Notorious reasons <laughs> being my previous job. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, they, my colorful past. My, for my colorful past. <laughs> And they are actually quite bleak. Yes, they are. But because, like, the one that I'm thinking of completely, like, they have, like, nothing on the walls. Yeah. There's, like, no posters, no, like, <laughs> hang in there, kid. Just dirty <laughs> kind of walls. Yeah. And just, yeah. like, the worst computers, the worst carpeting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So this looks like a police station. Yeah, this station. looks like a police station. But his excuse for Magnum is, um, he's like, well, why was this guy there? What was his, you know, whatever, whatever. And he's like, well, he was invited there. And he owns property. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, okay, was so him owning, lord? yeah, so him owning property means he's innocent of all murders. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, good, we own property. We're not ever going to be convicted of a crime. <laughs> we just need some serfs, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the captain wants Mags in jail. Mm-hmm. Bad. Bad. Real bad. He hates Magnum. Jess goes back to the robin's nest, mm-hmm. and she catches Pamela. And it, it was so funny for you and I being like, who are these people? I don't yeah. remember any of their names. <laughs> I know. So I had to, like, reacquaint myself right. with everybody. And uh, Pamela, so maybe we should reacquaint our listeners, I guess. We have Pamela, <laughs> who is Jess's friend, who hates Magnum. Yes. Who didn't have, like, any faith in him as a no. private investigator. That's right, that's right. We have Joan, mm-hmm. whose husband died, mm-hmm. and she inherited his business. Mm-hmm. And her secretary, Amy. Oh, but and Joan is, is also a big flirt. And Joan is a huge flirt. Yeah. She's the one who, like, ran off with some skeevy-looking guy On named the beach. Brian. Yeah. And Amy is John Candy's wife in The Great Outdoors. Yes. Okay. Boom. So Jess gets there, and they're all moving to the Grand Hawaiian. Let's talk about the Grand Hawaiian <laughs> Hotel. Or is it the Royal Hawaiian? It, I thought whichever. it was the Royal Hawaiian. I thought, well, either way, it's a, it's a big, big deal Hawaiian hotel. Okay. Let's talk first about their wallpaper. <laughs> the snozberries taste like snozberries. Absolutely. <laughs> you could easily lick that wall and get that flavor. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. It was awful. Yes. And then the carpeting was this gross sky blue with clouds. Yeah. (laughs) Because there was, like, white spots in it, too. And it would change from room to room. Yeah. But, like, never with, like, contrasting colors or complementing colors. It was always, like, robin's egg blue, Mm -hmm. magenta. (laughs) Turquoise. I'm like, I don't know what was going on there. But Joan has a really nice kind of veranda. Yeah, she had a nice veranda. Yeah. So, like, that was cool. Yeah. Anyway, but, yeah, the hotel, 80s, fix it. I'm sure it looks much nicer Oh, now. I'm sure it's gorgeous now. I'm sure back in the 80s that was, like, height of, like, Height poshness. of fashion. Yeah. Yeah, I remember having wallpaper that tasted like schnozberries in our house, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, Hug still thinks that he is the target for some reason. Yeah, he's really dead set on this. And, like... I'm okay with him thinking this, mm-hmm. but the show never, neither of them ever explores no. why he feels like this. Yeah. Maybe they were trying to make him feel mysterious. Maybe they mm. were trying to make him bigger than he is. But this is like people's lives are at stake. I think he wanted. So maybe your ego I should be I think the checked. writers wanted him to impress Jessica. I think that's kind in of. In a way, me. being like, no, I'm the target because I was um, so good as a soldier. But I feel like, you know, a Jess and. Jess and Higgins have great chemistry, too, by the way. Yes, yeah. But the problem I have with that is, A, A Jess is going to see right through that. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, B, people are literally dying <laughs> Yeah, you them. might want to think about something other than what's in your pants. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Trying to bang one out with Jessica <laughs> Fletcher. I get it. She's desirable. She looks great in that dress. But people are dying. But people are dying. Magnum is in jail. Magnum's He's in jail. At a hundred... A hundred thousand dollar <laughs> bail. His bail's been set a hundred thousand yeah. dollars, which I found out was two hundred and thirty three thousand dollars. Like so a quarter of a million dollars. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal for that a, is like, a big deal. For just a murder. Yeah. Well, he shot the guy in the back at a party. Yeah. 
At a party. He shot a property owner in the back. <laughs> he shot a man of means. <laughs> at, a, at a gala. <laughs> but then Jess is like, okay. But what if it's not you? <laughs> <laughs> well, on the small, small, infinitesimally small chance that it's not me. <laughs> They'll yeah. all be safer at the hotel. They'll be safer at the hotel. Yeah. So they're all going to the hotel. And he says, maybe we should go check out Mr. Brian. That's Joan's boyfriend that she picked up on the beach in the uh-huh. last episode. Uh-huh. Maybe you should go talk to him. Right. So Jess goes there. She introduces herself. She's waiting for him. She sneaks off to... The shed. Where the crime happened. Where the crime happened. Where the cops said they had combed the entire They combed the area. Within five seconds. She finds a shell casing from a different gun. Yes, a nine millimeter yeah. bullet. Mm-hmm. And the gun that killed him was a forty five. Yeah. She, we had to do a little bit of ballistics herself, I suppose. <laughs> and Magnum uses a forty five. Yes. So she finds another bullet that matches mm-hmm. the gun that Magnum said the guy had. Yes. And she goes and tells the cops this, and they're like, don't care. Don't care. Don't, don't care. care. Don't, don't care. care. Well, they're like, where's the gun then? And she's like, well, I don't know. Maybe someone will tell you. It's like, well, then I don't care. I don't care. And she's like, well, you don't have the gun that, oh, yeah. it, no, they think it's Magnum's gun, but it's like, they should easily be able to. Yeah. I don't know. Ugh, whatever. It doesn't make any. These cops are terrible. They were clearly not trained these by are, Steve McGarrett. Yeah, these are some bad cops. Yeah, these are some bad cops. These are some bad cops. Mm-hmm. What she does learn from Mr. Bryan, though, is that he says he did not know Mayfield, the assassin. Right. She's like, well, why was he at your party? And she's like, he's like, I don't know. I just set up the party. I just I'm a it. party planner. Yeah, he's a party planner. It's what I do. For the head of Pack Isle, <laughs> yeah. which was the company that was trying to buy out Jones. I also set business. up bridal showers on the side. <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> my house is so just gorgeous. <laughs> So when she when she leaves there, you know, I think he says something to the effect of like, "I'm sorry, I couldn't be more help." Yeah. And then she says, "Oh, but you already have." <laughs> and then walked away, and I was like, "Oh my god, if anyone ever said that to me, I'd be like, I'm screwed." Yeah, <laughs> they just figured out something. I don't know what it, I'm not guilty, but now suddenly I'm guilty. There's no way I'm letting you just walk out of the room. Right. Whoa. Wait a second. What do you, what mean, do you mean by, by that? that? <laughs> oh. But you already have. But you already have. Wait, what? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> so, Jess wants to go see Mags. Jess pulls some baller move here. Oh, yeah, she does. She pulls some strings. She name drops. She name drops the governor mm-hmm. of Hawaii. And she's yeah. like, well, I'm going to go see the governor of Hawaii. And I was going to tell him how wonderfully cooperative, mm-hmm. you know, the police here are. Mm-hmm. But, you know. And I'm also going to tell them about your personal policy of people not being allowed to visit inmates. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Browning. Browning Buttsnatch. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Browning Buttsnatch. Ew. That sounds Ew. gross. That's not good. That's not pretty. She gets to go see Mags. Yes. Oh, she does also talk about the 9mm bullet, but he says, well, we still have the two mm-hmm. uh, 45s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't care. Mm-hmm. So... Here's a, it, it, okay, so then she goes to see Mags. Mm-hmm. Mags is excited to see her because he mm-hmm. thinks she's there to spring him. Yeah. He's like, oh, I expected either Higgins or mm-hmm. someone else, but as long as you're here to get me out. And she's like, oh, I'm not here to get you out. <laughs> no, you're going to rot. You're going you're gonna to rot here. And another scene where I go, and then the key is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they really did feel like they're going to have a moment there. It's like, come on, guys, make out, make out. So she says, I'm going to go talk to this pack aisle guy. Mm-hmm. And he says, no, you can't do that. You could get hurt. Yeah. And then she says, well, you're stuck in jail. You're a professional. What would you do if you weren't stuck in jail? And he goes, well, I would go talk to this Arthur Houston guy at Pack Isle. She goes, well, since you're stuck in jail, I'll do that then. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was a really good scene. Yeah. I liked how um, Tom Selleck acted that scene. Too. He's mm-hmm. like, I'd go do it. Yeah. And it's like, and it's yeah, like okay. oh. Okay. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> so, I guess, thanks for dropping by. Yeah. She doesn't really give him much information Mm-mm. at all. Oh, no, but he gives her the Pack Isle information. Yeah. She didn't know anything about this Arthur Houston right. guy at that point. That's right. So, she goes and visits with Pack Isle mm-hmm. guy. And he's playing global through thermonuclear <laughs> war on his war games computer. I thought he was playing chess. <laughs> <laughs> that thing must be so bulky. He's... Okay. And he's outside yeah. acting like he does this all the time. He's using, like, a PC yeah. like a laptop. Yes. He's by the pool. Except this PC weighs 100 pounds. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, 
<laughs> it's like that one that, uh, oh, I can't think of it anymore, but like the Whopper. And, I'm going to just go with movie things. The Whopper in War Games, where it's like he takes up like an entire yeah. room. Like, right. <laughs> and he's just like, well, I wanted to go see the beach. So I'm lugging this sucker out. She asks him, well, why were Amy? Yeah. In Mayfield at the same party? Mm-hmm. Like, why were all these people? Because apparently he had had other dude throw Mayfield the throw Ma- the party. No, not Mayfield. No. no, Mayfield's dead. Mayfield's at Brian. Brian. <laughs> There's so many, so many people. Names in this. Okay. Okay. He had Brian set up the party, mm-hmm. set up the guest list. Yeah. She's like, well, why did you invite this assassin right. and his target right. to the same party? Why do they think it's Amy's the target at this point? Because uh, Magnum has been saying that since, like, his other episodes. Right. So that's what happens right. at the end of his episode. He was right. They were trying to kill Amy. Mm-hmm. That's not... She's no. not actually a target at all. No, no. Mm-mm. And then... Well, she is just for something else. Right. Yeah, that makes yeah. it... There's mm-hmm. another whole wrench in this. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make it bad. It's just like there's like a whole other thing going on. And of course, Pamela never bothers turning in the extortionist at her publishing company either. Oh, yeah, that was just dropped. Yeah, that just dropped. They that might as well not have even had that. Exactly. It was only there to set up another person who might be a potential yeah. victim. Yeah. Which is, I guess, why Higgins is yeah. keeps insisting it's because of his dark past. Oh, whatever. No, so, colorful past. Colorful past. Colorful past. <laughs> so she's asking all these questions, and Pack Isle guy starts overtly threatening her. Yeah. By He's saying, like... <laughs> Some people find the weather in Hawaii doesn't suit them. No, the climate. <laughs> oh, yeah, Hawaii. the climate. I was like, what does it mean? <laughs> Meanwhile, they are outside. It's a sunny, gorgeous day. Yeah. They're on the beach. She's like, I'm like, well, maybe if you're allergic to palm trees. I guess if you're a vampire, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> like, it might not be ideal. That threat was stupid. It was, yeah, it was not good. What a stupid threat. Like, if you're, like, in England, like, muggy old England. Right. But then you're like... You on know, the moors. Yeah, on the moors. And you hear like, the hounds bang. The climate bang. doesn't always agree with visitors. Right. You know, but like, you're in freaking Hawaii. Yeah, it's like, that doesn't We're really sound see... as sinister as you think it sounds. You just had your half-naked, like... <laughs> Hawaiian <laughs> server bring you a Long Island iced tea. <laughs> yeah, and we're about to see a couple other naked Hawaiians <laughs> eat fire. Yeah. So... So, uh, I think the climate's <laughs> fine for me. The hi- climate is great for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Then okay, so then she make she goes back to the Grand Hawaiian Hotel or whatever it's called, the Royal Hawaiian. Right. Either one. Whatever. Uh, she goes back to her hotel room. Hugs is just there. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why. I don't either. But he, he walks in there casually walking. He's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm really upset about this item that was stolen. Mm-hmm. Oh, what was stolen? A 45 and a silencer. <laughs> That's important information, Huggins. Yeah, Robin Masters bought it a long time ago for research for a book, and it's just gone missing from the from our house. Weird. And then she's like, "Wait a minute, could that gun have been used to murder someone?" I don't know. Coincidence? (laughs) Yeah, and he's just like, "I guess maybe." I don't never even put those thoughts together. And then Pamela comes over, walks in on Jess and Huggins like they are about to get down. They are ducking busy. (laughs) (laughs) They are ducking it out. (laughs) Because she's like, walks in, she's like, oh, oh my. I'm so sorry. Did I uh, interrupt something? And Jessica goes, good God, no. (laughs) Don't be silly. (laughs) It was adamant. Good gracious, (laughs) no. This is not happening. No. And, and, and Pamela, I'm making out with Magnum this episode. And I love how these things work out in television shows because she walks in just to make a comment like, "You guys, you guys doing it?" Yeah. And then they're like, and like Huggins is like, maybe. And, and, <laughs> and Jesse's like, no. <laughs> and then uh, Pamela's like, "Well, I just came over because I have a package that Amy wanted me to send." Okay. Okay. Why are you here? But now I'm going to go to your wet bar and pour myself a drink. (laughs) Why don't you open that cookbook? See if there's any fun recipes in it. Yeah, she said it was a cookbook that she was sending to, like, her grandmother or something. Or I guess it couldn't be a Yeah, and so Jessica, Snoopy Jessica. It's like, well, this is pretty light. Open somebody else's package. She has a good goof there. Yeah, she does have a good goof. She's like, it's a pretty light book. Maybe it's a diet cookbook. Oh, my goodness. And we chuckle. But she opens somebody else's package and finds out it's a bunch of diamonds. She's and who like, should walk in without knocking? 
Amy. Amy. <laughs> so now she's like, now I got you on mail fraud. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> like, uh, give me back my diamonds. F you very much. You like, I, like, <laughs> you know? All I ask you to do is send this carefully wrapped package yeah. via post. Yes. And you, Not uh, <laughs> open it in front of friends. <laughs> friends. And instead of books, it's a whole bunch of jewels. Yeah. Like you said. Jess tracks down Amy. She's like, what's going on? Amy's like, the jewels are mine. Mm-hmm. They're actually my grandmother's. She left me. I ran away from my husband because he wants to murder me. Yes. And she's like, why didn't you get a divorce? And she's like, he's going to murder me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My life trumps a divorce. And everyone's like, hmm. And every other female character except for Jess is like, he sounds like a romantic. Yeah. (laughs) He's a great guy. He's a keeper. He's such a keeper. (laughs) That guy who wants to bash your head in with a crowbar. He sounds like a keeper. <laughs> he just loves you so much. <laughs> Do I hear <laughs> the sound of pitter-patter feet coming? No. no. I have stolen my grandmother's jewels, and I want to sell them because I want to make a new life for mm-hmm. myself away from this person who wants to murder me. Right. <laughs> so she says, okay, so we've got to back up. So in the previous episode, she had gone to Pack Isle. Mm-hmm. She had dropped off an envelope. She says she does not know what was in the envelope. Mm-hmm. She was just told by Joan to do it. Right. When she leaves the office, when Mags was standing out there looking mm-hmm. for her, she was get, about to get into the Ferrari, and a man said, Hey, Amy. Yeah. And she freaked out and drove away. She thought, and that was Mayfield. Mm-hmm. She thought Mayfield was hired by, by her, her husband, husband to take her back. Take her back. Mm-hmm. And that's why she ran. Mm-hmm. And isn't this like the second time we've had like that same similar plot where mm-hmm. we've confused a woman who might be guilty, but it was really like she was afraid that like, it was like yeah. an abusive husband trying to pull her. I don't remember yeah. what episode, but I, I, that sounds very familiar to yeah, me. Yeah, it feels like a familiar we've plot had, like, device. This kind of, yeah, this yeah. this kind of um, uh, dis- not distraction, but like, mm-hmm. you know, this confusion. Yeah. What we find out is her husband has tracked Amy down too. He mm-hmm. is actually on the island. We find out that Mags has read Jessica's book, mm-hmm. and he is like, "Well, the psychiatrist did," and she's like, "Actually, it was the lawyer." Actually, <laughs> it was the lawyer, which is a cute scene. And then they kiss. And then they kiss. <laughs> <laughs> then we cut back to Joan, mm-hmm. and she is offering. She it says bellboy or bellhop has brought her bags up to her yeah. room, and she's like, "I need a massage." And the. And the camera frames perfectly the denomination. It's $20. It's only $20. And he's like, well, I'm sure the the hotel can provide you with a masseuse. And she's like, I want you. But you have strong, sturdy hands. I want you to do it (laughs) for $20. And then at that time, he's saved by the bell. The doorbell rings. And he grabs the 20 and he's like, thanks, ma'am. Thanks for the tip. (laughs) Which was great. That was baller. (laughs) That was pretty good. What we also find out is that Joan was negotiating with Pack Isle to mm-hmm. sell her company. Mm-hmm. That's what she tells Jess. Yeah. She says, um, you know, that that's what, but I, we weren't coming to an agreement, mm-hmm. but I don't care anymore. So Jess is like, well, I better go check up on this Pack Isle guy again. Right. She goes over to his house. She's like, I want to ask you some questions about mm-hmm. this Joan situation. But he's dead He's muerte. <laughs> <laughs> he's dead. And what's right next to him? But Magnum signature Detroit Tigers hat. <laughs> because even whoever killed this guy is like, he wears his hat it's all a, the time. It's his signature hat. They don't even bother doing DNA testing on it. They put his picture on the newspaper yeah. with the hat with on. With that hat on? <laughs> this is the one headshot they have. Right. He's got his Detroit Tigers hat on. <laughs> and, um, well, it looks like it's Magnum's MO. He was shot in the back. Yeah. He was unarmed. Yep. He threw his hat on the ground. Yeah, because he had evidence. just been released uh, on bail. Yeah. Like, during this time, this guy was being shot. So and, he no longer had an alibi. Yeah, right. Because, like, Jess mm-hmm. brings that up. She's like, well, at least he's got an alibi. He's in jail. And the yep. cop, uh, captain's like, nope, he, he made bail. And he must have run right over here and murdered him. Like, because that seems like the magnum I've <laughs> known for years. <laughs> right. <laughs> just, just And again, Magnum has nothing with Houston either. There's no, no motive there. No, nothing. He's just randomly shooting people in the back all of a sudden. <laughs> Leaving I'm, incriminating evidence with, behind. With, <laughs> she's like, that's convenient, isn't it? Yeah. He's like, he must not like that hat anymore. <laughs> like, you guys are the worst. You guys are the worst cops <laughs> and ever. And Jess is trying to, like, 
bring up like all these points. Like mm-hmm. that seems bizarre. Isn't yeah. that convenient? And he keeps like twisting it around on her. Yeah. And she eventually says, "I'm not even going to tell you guys. Any- I'm not even going to talk to you guys anymore. You yeah. keep twisting my words around. Yeah. Forget you're you. the worst. You're the worst." So she goes back to her hotel to draw herself a bath. <laughs> and who Ma- shows up? Magnum. And I was like, and then they kiss. <laughs> <laughs> She's in this peach uh, robe. silk robe. Yeah. And he comments on the robe. Too. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, that's a pretty robe. <laughs> I mean, that was that was as aggressive as when Superman tells Lois yeah. Lane. He likes pink panties. <laughs> he likes her pink panties. Yeah. It happens in the Donner yeah, one, the first yeah, one. You guys got to yeah. watch it. Oh, yeah. It's right before Lois Lane has, like, a whole, like, poem about him. <laughs> you guys have to go back and revisit that movie. It's way more bizarre than you think it is. <laughs> one of my favorite parts of that is the same scene where he's looking at where her he's panties. he's like, I like pink, Lois. <laughs> <laughs> yes. When he talks about her pink panties, like, I like pink very much. And then so and she's smoking a cigarette. And she's like, I bet you're going to tell me I'm going to get lung cancer. And he looks at her lungs. He's like, well, not yet, thankfully. <laughs> nice. Nice. Superman's cool. <laughs> so anyway. So anyway, and that's when I really wanted them to make out. Yeah, and she's like. and then Because they're both smiling so. Seductively? Yeah. It's like. If you were ever in the room with your essay when you guys were standing there looking at each other, someone's going to grab somebody. <laughs> There's some grabbing going on. There's going to be some grabbing. It's going to be consensual. Yeah. There's electricity. It's going to be hot. It's <laughs> going to be hot. It's going to be hot. I mean, she forgets that her bath is going this whole time. She's yeah. so into his yeah, sexual Yeah, she magnetism. forgets she was running the bath. And, like, he's talking to her like, yeah. this is happening. Like, she's a virgin. This is happening. <laughs> <laughs> and we know how he feels about virgins. <laughs> but what we learn from this scene is just as like, hey, you know that Detroit Tigers hat that yeah. was found at the scene? He's like, yeah. He's like, I remember that hat. <laughs> I wear it every day of my life except for the past yeah, five days. Yeah. Yeah. It's like his signature hat. But she's like, do you remember the last time you wore it? And he's like, let me see. <laughs> it was when TC was making a really gross sandwich. No, he does know. He knows exactly when it was. He's like, it's the day that they arrived at the Masters Estate. Yeah. That was. The, I'm like, you remember the last day you wore your signature hat? I mean, like, that's just weird to me. Well, it's not I guess weird he felt to me. Naked. I guess he felt naked after that. It's not like, weird to me. Five days, I haven't had it. Because I wear the same pair of earrings every Friday. Because uh, they're my favorite. Right. And I wear them every Friday. But would so you know I would that know. or would you assume that? No, I would know that. I See, I think my he ears. would wear them so much, he'd be like, I don't know. I wear it all the time. Who knows when the last time I wore it? I know. I, I know Unless he's fact. been like, for like I said, for like the last five days, he's been like, I just feel naked without my Detroit Tigers <laughs> hat on my head. I feel like my balding spot is showing up more. <laughs> so, so she's like, great. This is the information I needed to crack this case and wide open. And then they open. kiss. And then they kiss. And then it's like the rest of the episode is just hardcore. Ducking. Ducking. Just hardcore quack, ducking. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs> Just some positions they were doing, I didn't even know you could do. It was such a learning experience. <laughs> and, then, and, then you're, and then you were like, yeah, I know you don't. <laughs> oh, my God. All okay. right, let's, okay. let's okay. continue on. So Jessica, Let's stop talking about us wanting them to do it. <laughs> let's talk about, stop talking about sexually explicit scenes. Yeah. So Jess goes downstairs, and there's two naked Hawaiians <laughs> They are greased up. They are walking on each other's junk penises. That one dude literally jumped on, on that dude's penis. Yes. Jumped on it. I, oh, oh. Jumped think, on it. Oh, we're not joking. We're right? not joking. I <laughs> was watching happen. very closely. This actually happens. This actually happens. No, it's like, it's yeah. like the hotel's doing like Yeah, a they're doing their fire show. and Fire show, yeah. yeah. Uh, local culture and all. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. So I was watching really closely because they're playing with fire, literally. And I was like, this is an interesting place for Jess to go to. Yeah, and then, and then this I, one dude jumps on the dude's penis. And then I'm like, oh, that's why she's there. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, why didn't that hurt? Because they're so well trained. Yeah, apparently. At fire eating. And then he balances on it too while he's standing on that dude's crotch. And he I was like, tiptoes on top yeah. of his erect nose. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was impressive. Yeah, so, <laughs> I was watching quite intently <laughs> for you know studious reasons. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Okay, I was course. studying culture. I was studying culture. 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 
That's why I sit there and all the nudes at the, 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 the museum. Culture. <laughs> my pants are at my ankles. Culture. <laughs> okay, let's continue. Okay. My so, face is getting red. <laughs> it is. It is. I can feel it. So Jess goes to this fire-eating sex show. <laughs> and I thought she was going there for a reason. Turns out she just really wanted to go see the fire-eating sex show. Well, who wouldn't? And, but who should she find there? But Jason, Brian, and Pamela mm-hmm. canoodling. They're canoodling. Now, they were canoodling. Now, Jason Bryant, up to this point, has been canoodling with Joan. Mm-hmm. So, so Jess is like, oh, my. Oh, what's happening here? What's going on here? Mm-hmm. So, she, so goes, she gets in the middle of it. So she gets Literally. In, she sits between them. Yeah, she's totally cock-blocked. Because <laughs> then, yes. then she starts going to Mr. Bryant. She's like, I thought mm-hmm. you were involved with Joan, mister. Yep. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. We're, we were just... It I was kn- just business. It was literally just business. I was the intermediary between mm-hmm. her and Pack Isle. Yeah. But she blew it. She kept raising her price. Like, mm-hmm. I would have had this deal locked up... Weeks ago. Weeks ago. So now I'm just going to bang her best friend instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So And then I'm like, well, what kind of friend is Pamela? Yeah. Because she thought that Joan and Brian were doing it, too. Yeah, I guess she, she wants some sloppy seconds. But she doesn't care. She's <laughs> totally hitting on him. Yeah. And then she calls herself a hopeless romantic for thinking that. No, she calls herself a hopeless romantic for calling Amy's husband. Oh, the murderer. The murderer <laughs> to come get his wife. And she's like, maybe that was a mistake. I don't know. I'm but just he's a hopeless romantic. <laughs> and I'm like, you horrible human being. So, so a hopeless romantic sleeps with their best friend's friend. Yes. A uh, boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And calls the abusive husbands yeah. of their secretary. Yes. Hopeless romantic. Hopeless romantic. She oh write my poetry. Oh. Hallmark needs needs writers like her. Uh. <laughs> so Jessica. He back. just loves you so much. It's okay. He wants to kill you. Oh. And, <laughs> and now we're getting into like the the jewelry, and I don't really understand what the jewelry situation. I was. don't either. Jess goes to Amy's room. It's open, mm-hmm. and it's been completely ransacked. Yeah. So she runs in. She's gonna she doesn't see Amy around. Mm-hmm. She's gonna call the hotel security. Mm-hmm. Amy walks in. It's like, what's going on? And Jess is like, that's what I was wondering. But the phone's been ripped out of the wall. And like, where are your jewels? And she's like, I kept them on on me. And then her husband jumps out from behind she, a window. And she keeps saying like, <laughs> I kept the jewels. I know that was a big mistake. It's like, well, turns out it was turns out it wasn't. <laughs> it was not a mistake. <laughs> and he comes swooping in the window. Yes. Like Batman. Yes, he does. With Batman with a crowbar. Yes. And he's like, all right, well, then I'm just going to kill a bitch. And he just, like, proceeds to, like, yeah, he's threaten like, them. Yeah, he's like, this crowbar worked great on your door. Can't well, wait imagine what it's going to be like your, tearing open your head. Your face. Yeah. I'm going to smash now your give face. me the jewels. And then, she, and then Jess stands between, because she's a hero. Yeah, yeah. She stands between her and Amy, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, bystanders are, bystanders are usually, well, why do I keep saying bystanders? <laughs> bystanders are, bystanders. It's usually the innocent bystanders who get hurt. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> wow. It's okay. You're still stuck on Jess and Magnum doing it. <laughs> I'm stuck on a lot of people doing it. <laughs> this is an extremely horny episode. <laughs> well, don't show me so many naked, beautiful people blowing fire and serving drinks and peach silk robes and... Hairy chest? Magnum's butt. There was a lot of Magnum's I gonna, butt. I was going to ask you about Magnum's butt. There was a and lot there was of an it. interesting shot. When when Jessica's running the bath. It's a shot of her, her butt. butt. And, and then, then it's a shot of Magnum's butt. butt. And then it's her butt. And, and then it's Magnum's until butt. Until the butt's kiss. Until the butt's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a lot of shots of Magnum's butt. And it does, how did it look? How did you felt like when he was? Well, in the he was in those gross white acid wash jeans. <laughs> yeah, the, the jeans. <laughs> but it looked good. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It was on fleek. <laughs> on fleek. Oh my god. So, so Jess says, "Wait, mm-hmm. murderous husband, <laughs> who's trying to steal these jewels?" There's somebody behind you. And he's like, "I'm not fooling for that." But who should appear? And it's a good shot. Yeah. Because all of a sudden. It's like All of a sudden, you can see Higgins. Hugs. Yeah, you can see him coming up in the background. <laughs> it was like, and it was... then he proceeds 
to tackle this crap out of this dude. Well, I want to say the reveal was like an anime. Yeah, it like, really was. The hero where was they like, just kind of come up from behind and the like, hair's <laughs> kind of flowing. And Hicks yeah. is back, back there. And, and it, it, they've got those blur lines yeah, for yeah, like yeah. action, you know? Yeah, and yeah. then he like gets into position. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be... This is going to be hilarious. This is going to be hilarious. And it no, wasn't hilarious. It wasn't. Higgins it was tackled fight. him. Yeah, it was impressive. Even Jessica at the end of the fight goes, that was impressive. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh my God, she's yeah. going to do it with him now. But I was like, no, because she hasn't done it with Magnum yet. She's got to do it with both of them. <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> yeah, she says it was magnificent. Yeah, it was magnificent. I would, I would love be called magnificent once in my life. Do you want me to call you magnificent? Uh, no, no, you can't say it now. Well, what would you be doing? Uh, okay, know, okay. Tacos. Okay, eating okay. Tacos. Get ready. It's it's gonna it's come coming. at you. Oh, good. It's gonna come at you at some point in the future. And then I'll smile, and I'll, I won't even die. My soul will just leave my body <laughs> and transcend to heaven. <laughs> so, so Amy's like, okay, you guys are right. Mm-hmm. Here are the jewels. <laughs> Hugs, can you put these jewels in the vault? Mm-hmm. And again, like these jewels, I'm, the thing with the jewels is it's very confusing. I'm like, what is going on with these jewels? Because mm-hmm. it never feels like it's actually <laughs> a legit reason for anything no. happening. Mm-mm. And she gives him the hugs. She's like, I trust you now that I've seen your sweet, sweet karate moves. <laughs> to keep him. I'll be going now. I'm going to leave. <laughs> and I'm going to be back. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do it together, okay? Okay, bye. bye. And, and like, she runs off with the jewels. And, and Jess is like, let's open her mail again. <laughs> <laughs> and they open it and it's empty. Yeah, so, so she's, she's taking off. the jewels again. Uh, is that the end of Amy? I think that's I feel the like end. that's the end she's of Amy. She's just gone. She's just gone point. with the jewels. Gone. She just took the jewels. And gone. Yeah. And nobody cares. But, like, and it's crazy because her husband's taken care of at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't he? No. Oh, he gets away. He does yeah, get away. Yeah, he gets away, so... Well, they say at the end there's a throwaway line that they catch him, I think. Well, I want to see Amy dead on the floor in the next episode. <laughs> Jesus, you're dark. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm just saying it was a dropped plot point. But the reason why Hugs was there to save the day in the first place mm-hmm. was because he wanted to say that, well, Jess is like, oh, it was very good of you and Mr. Masters to post mm-hmm. Magnum's bond, unfortunately. Bail. Bail, unfortunately. It looks like he murdered someone else immediately. <laughs> and, and he's like, well, I didn't. Joan did. Out of gratitude. Out of a gratitude. And we know what gratitude means. According to Magnum. Magnum. Yes. So, yeah, but Higgs is... So Higgs, I was like, Higgs oh, like, how grateful you going to be, Magnum. $100,000 worth of grateful. She just <laughs> she better us, get her money's <laughs> worth. She better get her money. She's going <laughs> to give that bellhop 20 bucks. So for 100 k you better be all in. You better be ready. <laughs> You better be all in. <laughs> but yeah, that was my big thing though with the going back to the jewels though. Mm-hmm. Is like I was like, why does anyone care? Mm-hmm. Why does anyone care if she sells them and tries to start a yeah. new life? Like Because they're like, we don't want her selling her own jewels. Why like, not? They're, they're just the ass- entire reason why she has them is so she can have a new start. They just assume that she stole them. I guess. But nobody in the show is reporting any stolen jewelry. No. So it's just like if I showed up with like my a, a nice watch, my watch, mm-hmm. and like someone was like, "You stole that," and I'm like, "No, they didn't. It's mine." And then they're yeah. like, "You're keep, a suspect." Keep now. an eye We're on keep him. Keep an eye on that keep guy. An eye on. Yeah, because Magnum has her tailed. Why? Yeah. yeah, these are her jewels. These are her. She jewels. wants to sell them. Well, and Jess makes a really snotty comment. She's like, "Well, I guess before she finds uh, yeah. the grandmothers." Uh, secretaries make more than money now than they did in my day because uh, I guess these jewels are really yeah. nice. It's like. They could be from anywhere, and they yeah. are from anywhere. They're from her grandmother. Yeah, exactly. So, but, like, everyone's, like, really focused on them for some weird yeah. reason. So, okay. Once Jess figures out, oh, Joan posted $100,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Mags's hat disappears when they showed up. Yep. Mr. Masters's exact type gun that was used to mm-hmm. kill people disappeared from the Masters' estate. Yeah. It's not Amy, nope. because she legit just was taking these jewels to sell and make a new life. Yeah, it's not Pamela. She doesn't have a brain. She's a hopeless romantic. <laughs> She's a hopeless romantic. She's just dumb. <laughs> I think Jess, at some point, like had like that Terminator screen mm-hmm. go through. It's like, just dumb. Yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> She's too dumb. <laughs> and so that only leaves Joan. So right. she goes to... Oh, and she is a bad representative for hopeless romantics, by the way. Pamela? Yes. Well, yeah. Yes. Oh, no, she's totally horrible. Yeah, she's terrible. Jess waits 
suspiciously out in the hallway, waits mm-hmm. for Joan to leave her room. Mm-hmm. She waits for a maid to be coming by. And yeah. she says, oh, I got locked out of my room. Can you let me into this room? I need to investigate my room. I need to investigate your room. <laughs> she tips the maid, like, quite a bit. Apparently. Same amount for a massage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and the, the, the drawback is now the, the maid wants to help her, like, Rant. Big time, yeah. yeah. And she's like, I'm going to help you find your key. And she's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 no. It's okay. She has to tip her again. Yeah. Another massage that she's missing <laughs> out on. <laughs> and she's looking for the gun and the silencer. Well, Joan gets downstairs, mm-hmm. and already that maid has, like, informed people that she had lost her key. Yeah, so they're like, here's your new key, Joan. And Joan's like, oh, oh. I guess I better get back upstairs. Mm-hmm. Toot sweet. Mm-hmm. So she gets back up into her room, and Jess is there. And it's like... Oh, you're screwed, Jess. And she's like, I found your Tylenol, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I was looking for some Allegra. <laughs> <laughs> so I had the maid let me in. It's like, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. And like, We're not close enough friends for you to go rooting through my bag. They don't even bag. know each other. She knows <laughs> Pamela. She doesn't even know Joan. She, her excuse was she thought her medicine had been packed by mistake. Right. And since... She or wasn't packed from the Rogers estate, so she was just going to break it was into this person. a person's... flimsy excuse. <laughs> I feel like Jess could have done better. For sure. But then Joan says, well, I was leaving. But there's one last detail I have to take care of. I'm like, <gasps> murder Jess. Murder Jess Jessica. Yeah. And Jess is like, you have to get rid of the gun and the silencer, don't mm-hmm. you? And she's like, I don't know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Joan, whole th- okay, Joan is actually very sympathetic. Yes, she is. She's a great character. She's actually quite awesome. Yeah, she is. What we find out is that Joan's husband's business was mm-hmm. actually her. Yeah. Everything was her. Mm-hmm. Like, it was under his name, but all its success was due to her. Yes. And now that he's dead, everybody wants to buy, buy this company because yeah. they don't think that she is, like, in charge of it. Exactly. And she says, I wanted it because it's mine. And so I kept telling him, no, I'm not going to sell. And now Houston Pack guy mm-hmm. started threatening her. Yeah. Jess says something like, oh, and that made you frantic. And she's like, oh, no. No, it made me angry. It made me angry. She's mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to sit back and let this guy murder me and yeah. buy my business from whoever is the executor of yeah. my will. Exactly. So I was going to take matters into my own hands. Mm-hmm. I was came to Hawaii to murder him. Yeah. And Magnum was just convenient. Yeah. So she just grabbed his hat. So when she took his hat and the mm-hmm. gun, that was actually to kill Houston. Yeah. But then on the other aisle, Pack Isle mm-hmm. had hired Mayfield to kill Joan. Exactly. So he was trying to kill her before yeah. she could kill him. Mm-hmm. And Magnum got in the way of that. She murdered Mayfield. Yeah. And then she was like, it was kind of opportunity. Right. I just framed that on Magnum. Mm-hmm. Then I posted his bail. And while I knew he was out of police custody, then mm-hmm. I went over and murdered Houston. Exactly. Planted his hat there like I had planned to from the beginning. Right. And, you know, screw Magnum. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to get mine. I'm going to get my business. Exactly. So, yeah. So, like, yeah, I mean, it's pretty it's pretty crazy. Joan is super sympathetic. Oh, for sure. And it, I wanted her to get away, but I was like, just don't kill Jess. Don't kill Jess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't really, I guess, know what happens to her at the end, but, I mean, she did murder two people. So she's arrested. <laughs> she's arrested. Even even Humpty Dumpty Cop would arrest her. Well, that's true. Yeah. So, while, but while this whole conversation, this, like, poor woman's plight is going on, Magnum is shimmying across <laughs> the hotel window. Yeah. And he opens up the window silently. He's right behind her. Mm-hmm. He's no weapon. No weapon. And he goes... Hey, Joan. <laughs> and you're like, and you're like, the next thing logically should have happened because she has a gun loaded in her head. She should, should have, have shot him. Blah, 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 click, 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 Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, why did she shoot him immediately? Oh, my God. I She's screwed. a cold-blooded killer. I She's s- killed two people cold-bloodedly. If I'm pouring myself a glass of orange juice yeah. and you walk into the kitchen too quietly behind me, yeah. I scream. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do like freaking you out, too. I mean, if someone (laughs) came up behind me, I have a gun and a window that I wasn't expecting to be open behind me opened, and it was Magnum being like, put down the gun, Joan. (laughs) I would have freaked out. Exactly. pushed him out of the window. Yep, yep, yep. But for whatever, she doesn't. She doesn't. She just stands back and keeps the gun trained on him. Yeah. But when the cops start banging on the door, she immediately shoots through the door. Yeah. Yeah. Immediately. What she should have done to Magnum. Yes. Should be, this should have been the series finale this of been, Magnum. He should be dead. <laughs> 
and Jess should be mourning his dead body. And it would have gone out, Magnum would have gone out on a high. Yeah. It would have been like, wow. Wow, I didn't see that coming. His series finale wasn't even on his own show. This is great. <laughs> you never know what happens to him if you don't watch Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> <laughs> the next Magnum P.I. episode is just the morning. It's him. just Higgins being like, oh, Magnum, I, I Magnum. was too rough on you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he says that he had called the cops, which he didn't, which no. I didn't really understand. No. She's like, why would you call the cops? And he's like, because I am wanted and I know they're going to come here because yeah. I'm plastered over every right. newspaper in Hawaii. Right. And then the police show up mm-hmm. and then he tells Jesse, he's like, yeah, but I didn't actually call the police. Yeah, somebody saw me creeping up on the balcony. I would have figured it out. And I'm like, but if you came up with the idea (laughs) to tell her I called the police. Why was he sneaking into Joan's room? Yeah, why would Did he, he even know Jess and Joan were there? He has he has not had any contact with Jess since they talked about his hat. Yeah. So I guess maybe he pieced it together like she did. Right. And so he was sneaking in to detect? Look, for the, look investigate. <laughs> investigate? Whoa. What? Why does he get so upset when people call him P.I. when the uh, show is called P.I.? I don't know. Like, shouldn't it be called <laughs> Magnum Private Investigator? If he's going to correct everyone every time they say he's a P.I. and he's like, Private Investigator. Right. Why isn't the show called Magnum Private Investigator? Or is the show subtly, <laughs> like, passive-aggressively attacking Magnum? I have no idea. Maybe P.I.'s had a really bad rap back in the day? No, I think P.I.'s generally have a bad rap because they're usually, like, people who spy on people who are, like, cheating on... So it's kind of, mm-hmm. like, kind of hmm. gross, gross oh. as Oh, okay. Toms. Okay. Peeping Tom Selleck's. Okay. So, I don't know. Anyway, so that's it. So the, he mm-hmm. sh- she shoots at the door. Yeah. He takes the gun away from her. Yeah, now so it looks, it looks like, he, like he, he was the one shooting at the cops. And he's like, I can explain. And Jess is like, maybe I no, should explain. let me explain. <laughs> So then they're wrapping up everything on the beach, mm-hmm. and they do a From Here to Eternity kiss. kiss. It was great. It's gorgeous. It was great. It was beautiful. I was like, man, this is how everything Ep- should end. And she looks in his eyes, and she's like, I see you got your gun back. And he's like, that's not my gun. <laughs> and then the credits roll. And it was perfect. It was great. And then it was just the sound of them orgasming in the credits. <laughs> But again, they are flirting pretty heavily for the pretty ending. Pretty heavily. Well, because yeah. okay, so we're seri- we're doing the serious ending. We're doing a serious ending here. Okay, so they're they're flirting together, and mm-hmm. Huggins comes out and he's like, "I'm gonna take Jess to the airport." Right. And Magnum's like, "No, no, no, I'm gonna take Jess yeah. to the airport." Airport. And Hugs is like, "Listen, mother, <laughs> I'm taking her to the airport." Yeah. And Mags is like, "Oh, oh, you're gonna take her to the airport." airport. <laughs> And he's like, why are you taking her to the airport? He's like, oh, I'm thinking of taking a vacation to New England this year. And I wanted to know some restaurant recommendations. Restaurant restaurant recommendations. And then Magnum and Jess look at each other. Like, uh uh-huh. And then they high five. And then they high five, and that's the end. And then I can only assume they get together to hug. Mm -hmm. I think hugs and Jess would work. Mm. I think they'd be a pretty decent couple. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think she. I think she and Magnum be hot and heavy. Oh, I yeah. I mean, like a couple of teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> but um, okay, so that was the final episode. So, th- so this culminates a lot yeah. of our sh- whole reason for this podcast. Exactly, was this ep- episode? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. we we have an epilogue for two weeks, and but exactly, you know, that's. That's kind of it. So yeah. how did you feel about this episode? I loved it. I loved it too. I could totally see why someone when would they high fived when they high fived at the end. I wrote cute. It's because <laughs> he holds out her hand to her yeah. to shake yeah. because he's being proper for her. Yeah. And then she's like, "No, Mag. No, high five. High five. High five. And there's a great gif of it. Yeah. I've used it a few times. It's excellent. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. great. And she smiles and he yeah. smiles and it's great. And it yeah. doesn't look like they hated each other at no, all. No, it does not. That's what I'm saying. Every time in this episode when they were together, I swear to God they should have made out. Yeah. I mean, like, that scene, that's where the energy was. Yes, that's where it was at all times. <laughs> but, yeah, I agree with you. I think this is a great episode. I think it was a great Murder, She Wrote episode. Mm-hmm. A little convoluted. I think yeah. some things could have been streamlined. Like, the jewelry thing doesn't mm. really quite work, except no. for being, like, an elaborate uh, red herring. Yeah. And, like, Pamela, like you said, with the embezzlement of the publisher, which isn't even brought no, up in this episode. No, not even brought up in this episode. So, I mean, at least they brought up Huggins' uh, dark past. Yes, exactly. So, you know, so I think there's some things, but overall I thought it was a great 
Murder She Wrote episode and probably the best Magnum right. PI episode. He's Oh, for sure. He was so well written in this. He because he was written by the Murder She Wrote writer. Exactly. Like he was a little dopey, but I didn't feel like no. he was a joke. And he was still kind of uh forceful but not condescendingly so. Yeah. You yeah, know they made him more palatable. Yes. In the first one he's very condescending. Yes. And this one, he's kind of like yeah, I don't read your dumb books, but I do. You know, like, right. you know. He, he, was... he wasn't as dopey as normal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was He was very uh, 80s man. I think <laughs> all 80s men were like that. But not 80s man. Yeah, you know what it, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, there was a better balance for him, yeah, I thought. Yeah. 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 So I agree. He wasn't as annoying as usual. No, no. And, and TC and... Uh, no, Rick none of his even, friends were there. So none of his friends were there. So we don't even know what happened with that plot. Oh, because we do know what happened with that plot of land from the end of the last episode. Right, they, right. They still ended up buying it. They ended up buying it. And yeah. He ended up putting his money into it. Yeah. But they did not show up in this episode. No, no, they did not. You know, I think it helps though that Jessica doesn't have like a huge supporting cast. <laughs> I mean, she only Seth, in Cabot Cove. Just Seth and, and Amos Tupper, but they don't have like real lives. <laughs> <laughs> They just kind of rotate around her. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, depending on her location. Yeah, what she needs at any given moment. Yeah, that's what, yeah. what she is. So, yeah, yeah no, I, I really enjoyed it, and I highly recommend this. You don't yeah. need to watch the Magnum P.I. first No, you part. don't, unless you want to see how different it is. <laughs> yeah, I would. well, yeah, if you want to watch how insanely mm-hmm. cut that is, yeah. it is worth it for that. Yeah. But Murder, She Wrote does such a good job of catching you up on mm-hmm. what, I mean, we hadn't seen Magnum P.I., but when we first saw this, and we no. knew everything that was going on. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it cleanly tells you everything that's going on, everything you need uh-huh. to know, and you can just sit back, watch the watch the episode, enjoy it. It's yeah. got a lot of funny scenes, mm-hmm. you know, potentially sexy scenes. Very. Depending on what you're... Very depending sexy Depending on your scenes. kink. Very sexy scenes. Very sexy. Very sexy. So, I was down with that. <laughs> I'm down for you all to clown. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Uh, in the meantime, I, I don't know. Yeah, we We're can just kind end of, it. Kind of really wrapping things up. Yeah. Though. I mean, like. We only have two more episodes left. Yeah, One I, of each. I think. Should we do Magnum next? Yeah. And then we'll end it with Murder, She yeah. Wrote, since we tend to. Yeah. Or should we do it the other way around? No. Which one do you think? Okay. We you started go. it with Murder, She Wrote. We'll end it with Murder, She Wrote. And Magnum can just. Magnums sit are on in it. between her. <laughs> <laughs> He's just the meat in between. He's the meat in between. <laughs> yeah, so in the meantime, you can still catch us at Twitter, mm-hmm. at Magnum She Wrote. You can get us on email, mm-hmm. Magnum She Wrote at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, any words of wisdom you want to leave people with for the coming week? Uh, just imagine Jessica Fletcher and Magnum doing it. Just doing, just doing, doing it. it. Doing it hardcore. <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth it. It's an aphrodisiac. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, no, just enjoy the episode. It's a fun episode. Yeah, Yeah. and I'm going to go make some donuts. Yeah. I got to eat some donuts. I want some donuts. Yeah, and that wasn't sexual. I'm going to go make some donuts No, yeah, no, I legit want donuts. Cinnamon sugar donuts. (laughs) Come by if you want some. Love y'all. Bye. Love you. Bye.